Welcome to another episode of Get Carded. Uh, very special episode today, Father's Day special. So yeah. we're we're re- recording double time at at this point, and um, just super excited for the show today. Talk about uh, a, a number of things. First of all, we'll 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 talk about a few things that are happening in the world. But Definitely the topic of the week. Topic of the week for sure, uh, based on last week's episode. Um, but this upcoming week is is Father's Day, so there's a there's a there's a very significant focus on on the pops mm-hmm. for yeah. this uh, for this go around. So, or the sodas, and also just gotta give credit that this is a Joe's idea. Hey, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, great Joe, first one <laughs> yeah. ever, nice job. <laughs> it happens. Got a good idea. Out yeah, there. it, just, it happens. Man. I love that. Yeah. No, you've had uh, two other ones two that I can remember. So. Yep. That's uh, that that's outstanding. So last week we we uh, we did have an opportunity to talk a lot about live golf and the expectations around it. And uh, did you guys watch any of it? I watched uh, two days. I watched Thursday and Saturday. I definitely did see a highlight of some dude that got that got hit, and then he played. <laughs> Wait, like did that happen there? Though? Yeah, that was there. Is that? Did live you guys golf. see this? Yes. Dude just got <laughs> he, he got he got hit by a wayward drive, and he just like over dramatically. He was a so- he's knees. a soccer player. Yes, yeah. for sure. Dropped right to his the, knees, threw his arms air. up. He was ah, and hit the ground. And then some people find that the most entertaining part of the the whole tournament, though. And there's been several memes. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Several. So do they call it live golf on the broadcast? Yeah, what do they call it on the broadcast? You know, I, I didn't. They do. So I watched it do. during work. So, so it's you guys understand where they came up really with difficult. live <laughs> as the reason for live and why they call it that right uh, yeah, i think we, you said we it we last, week. last yeah. week the 54 yeah roman numeral 54 if you have a birdie on every hole 54 players in the field and there was just some where the head of the uh league came out and said if anyone comes out and shoots a 54 they win 54 million dollars wow there's so much money thrown around there i did is have kim a- jong-un allowed to enter this tournament <laughs> no no okay. i don't think he is <laughs> The guy because he had 18. Yeah, yeah he, he shot an 18. 18. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you have to work probably with... Do you think he was like... When he had, had gotten 17 hole-in-ones in a row and he got up to like the last one... Was he nervous? One, was he like feeling a little bit? Probably, because he's probably done it a few times, right? right. And then yeah, had sure. a two on the last one and... Yeah. Oh, 19. That sucks. Unbelievable. That sucks. Yeah. So I did... I did... I do have a wager out there still because I didn't look this up today and I made the wager last night. With a buddy of mine, um, he thinks Phil got 200 mil for one year, and wow. same with DJ. And That's I thought crazy. it was like a four-year deal. No, there's no way it's a one-year deal. If it is, that would be ridiculous. But well, they had supposedly offered Tiger Woods almost a billion dollars. Yeah. To to come over, almost and that like would have been billion. silly for one year. Yeah. I know. I don't yeah. know if that would have been for one year, just just to kind of join the the league and make appearance fees. Because I heard Dustin's was like three years for 170, but it. Maybe that was only one year. I yeah, know, I thought Dustin's was one twenty-five, but I, I just yeah. I didn't think any of them were one-year deals. No. Well, what did you guys think about when the PGA came out and uh, like everyone was thinking they were going to be able to play if it's off exemptions or something? And then the PGA came out and they were talking about they the suspended them. Yeah, the statement said that they absolutely two hundred mil two years. Two years. Yeah, oh, so you were wow. way off. You're off by fifty percent. Well, I wasn't. I won another. <laughs> I made another bet too that okay. Dustin Johnson hadn't won a tournament and. Well, first he said two years, and I was kind of waffling. He said three years, and I said okay, and that was ter- Masters during COVID. So go. I'm going to be up twenty on this kid. But uh, so who won? Charles Schwartzel. Uh, well, I, okay. So his his 
I don't know what his name is. I know his last name is Schwartzel. It's Charles. Yeah, Charles Schwartzel. It's Charles. Schwartz. Are you sure? Because yeah. it's not spelled like Charles. It's Charles. Charles. Oh, maybe okay, it's Okay, well, that's different. And <laughs> even then, C-H-R, it's like, the, it's like they forgot wanna, the last part of his yeah, like first name. They just stopped caring. Didn't Schwartzel win the Masters? Probably. I don't know. But they're, to get back to your point, though, Connor, like they are still, with the exception of the PGA Championship, for the majors, all of them or none of them are sanctioned by the PGA. They can still play in the PGA Championship. No, that's the only one that I think that they may have like rights over. Um, but like the Masters is invite only by the Masters. The U.S. Open is USGA, um, so it's not a PGA thing. And then the British Open is the British Open. So you think they're still going to be able to play in those? At least those three. Don't you think the PGA yeah. Championship is? Uh... Oh, that's what I told them. Like, oh, that, he's saying the they that, won't. They wouldn't. That's be able the to play one that's in PGA. question. Whether or not they'd PGA be able to. Oh, tournament. okay. But all the okay. other three are. Yeah, but then the same Ryder Cup is PGA, so that outside one. of everything else you said, I was uh, paying really close attention. Gotcha. So they were saying that they were trying to keep the integrity of the tour intact by suspending them, but is it more? Was it more keeping the integrity of the tour, or was it more that the PGA isn't going to be able to make money off of these guys, and they want to make more, so they they're going over to live golf? And then where does morality set in there? Do you, like do you guys agree with that at all? Because I don't know if I do. Well, I talked I. I talked to a professional athlete last night, actually, and he said that it was disrespectful. He said that the allegiance that the leagues give you to to participate and to have the opportunity to play anywhere and even in other countries uh, is so much so that you should have an allegiance to them. So is this is this athlete? Is this just going to be per sources for you? Yeah, just per sources. Per source. Hmm. Per sources. Interesting. So, I like I said, I I think either you if you get there's a price for everything and agreed you know, there is a price for everything and then the money that they're throwing around, like they have six hundred billion dollars tied to this endeavor, six hundred six hundred billion that they have tied to it for Saudi <laughs> and they're calling it oh, um what is it like sports washing I think is the term that's used, and sports sports washing is just like they don't care if they're making money they're they're not looking to turn a profit. They're just trying to clean up their name. You Don't know? you think it's well? That's a good point. That's all it is. Like, so would you? Would you see? I think it makes a difference if you're, uh, if you're more tenured in your career, mm-hmm. or if you're a younger golfer. Because yeah, if you're pro- a younger golfer, even like DJ, or if you're fading a little, then I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but not for Live. Live doesn't want that. No, not for Live. Because they, they, their thing is until they get on a network and they still get somebody to pick them up. As long as they're on YouTube. They're not going to get the viewership. Like you watched a little bit of the, um, um, if you watched it, there was wasn't a big galleries and not a lot of people right. out there. Granted, for, you know, especially being for the first tournament, you think that they would have just shipped people in, you know, to just be standing Where there. Where did like they idiots. do the people? What's oh, that? shipped them in. Yeah, not, got it. Got <laughs> with it. a P, not a T. Got it. Okay, I just. But uh, but you think that they like <laughs> that doesn't even make it, sense. I know. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but you know, so the galleries are pretty small, and I think the the viewership is probably pretty small. But until they get on network TV or get a network to pick them up, like that's going to be the next phase that they get. But they they came out and said they're not looking to turn a profit on it. They're just looking to clean their name up. Well, I think uh, you're right. They are going to need to get a network deal. And I I watched another tournament uh, where they did ship people in, uh, the one that we were a part of. Yep. Uh, a couple of days ago, we did uh, one of these local kind of scrambles. And these are a ton of fun because there's usually like two teams that have good golfers and they're battling and they go in a scramble, I think, generally speaking, 17, 18 under because they're birding every hole. Yeah. Like if you have 
if you have four guys that can golf, one of them's going to be in the fairway. And then if you have four guys shooting wedges in, yeah, you're going to have one person that has a birdie putt. And unless you're us, unless, well, like I said, four <laughs> good golfers, four. right? Yeah. Right. Where, where, where did we ever shoot though? What is it? 10 under? Know. Oh, yeah. It's 10 under. You know what I noticed about scrambles? Uh, the back nine is way better. Correct. Like you usually grind through the first nine, yep. and then it just becomes like, oh, here's how to use your mulligans and, and gimme. Also, you're on your fourth course light. Loosened up. After nine, <laughs> you're on your like, yeah. I think you're not, you're gin, not I think having a good time. I that day. <laughs> I think it was either gin and tonics or Captain Cokes. I forget the. I, th- I think there was a little of each. A little of each, if yeah. I, if I remember correctly. Nothing. And that was after. Nothing. And I mean after nothing. The, mostly after the turn. That Mix was after the swing. Gym and rum. Just put them together. Perfect. Gym and rum. Gin yeah. and I rum. thought he said gym. Like, I did too. Like no one went to gym that day. No. I, I thought he was talking about like gym as in the, the bourbon. Beam. No, yeah. I meant going to the gym and drinking rum. <laughs> which which right. which you I've done um uh but I didn't the workout was not as good. Yeah. I, I do agree. You, you have a uh, a burst of energy mm-hmm. and then it That's the sugar. That's the yeah. sugar. Yeah, good point. But it was fun. We got out good weather. You won some uh there's always goofy contests. Uh one of them I was the only one that participated. Oh yeah. So you paid 20 bucks on a hole. So you won. <laughs> You got your money, <laughs> right? <laughs> Touche. So you pay twenty dollars on a hole, and you th- you get to throw or punt, or what was there was like a third option, or uh, kick off a tee, is either or kick off a tee, yeah, tee punt or throw a football, yeah, and however far it. you threw it, that's where you or got the tee off, or punt it, that's where you got the tee off. <laughs> so immediately I was like, oh, if we just throw it sixty yards, like we'll, we'll have like one. <laughs> 90 in and i don't remember who said it like you could throw the yards, full like, 60 yards i was like oh yeah right yeah apparently 30, you have patrick mahomes yards. in your bag right right <laughs> that sounds awesome yeah but here's the deal so i threw the football and maybe like 35 or 40 yards yeah <clears throat> and i threw it straight but it was on a side deal so it bounced and then like i went up there because that's where we were gonna tee from i was like where the hell is a football and we look down to the left, and it's like down in the creek. woods yeah. by a creek. I'm like, how did that? It's where yeah. it landed. Correct. We didn't ask that that was the rule, but that's how we interpreted it. So you teed off from inside the woods? Pretty much. No. Well, we, no, we moved it out. Yeah. I, we teed off from where it landed. Correct. The rules might have been that you're supposed to tee off where it ends up. So you, in theory, you could have teed off in the woods. Yeah. Yeah, I feel sure. like that would have just made it more fun or difficult. Or both. Or both. Yeah, yeah. Well, more fun for sure. <laughs> there would have been more like – like, and yeah, because you can improve your lie. There's a lot of rules at these scrambles, but the I think the biggest one is <clears throat> you bid on the silent auctions. That's kind of my favorite part of the yeah. deal. You play the raffles. You buy the mulligans. You have a good time. and Free. Usually a good cause too, and this is the time of year where where they're happening almost every 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 Monday. So that was my second one. Nice, yeah, yeah. yeah. So shout out to Tartan High School and second cousin Randy Taylor for uh, one of the coaches there. But that's what the the cause was to it was raise a, some money for the football team. It was a good time. Now this weekend Father's Day is coming up, and yep. <clears throat> so one of the things that 
we do in the Enriquez establishment is uh, we, we play golf. Mm-hmm. But this weekend is going to be like 100 degrees. I think it's 97. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be it's going to be brutal. So you were you were you were saying earlier that the last four years we've probably played golf. Yeah, I think it has to have. I think it's been four years now for Father's Day. I think Father's Day and your birthday we usually go out and play golf for. I think it's been, it's got to be four years straight now. Well, this year you're gonna. uh, It's gonna be about keeping pops uh, hydrated. Yeah. Because we haven't had anyone faint yet. No, but there's always a first for everything. Right. So similar or a similar a simulator's not in uh, in the works instead. If it's summer in Minnesota and you play golf and you're in a simulator, hey, I don't know. I don't do like, well in the heat. Do you guys use tees <laughs> in baseball? No, you just don't do. There's a lot of things you. That's a bad. Like that was the, a bad analogy. Yeah, I feel like that would be more like a batting cage, maybe. Maybe a batting cage in the summertime. Yeah, fine. Whatever that would be. Thanks, Brad. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, we're talking in, about practice. In my mind, it was. So, where are you guys golfing then? Bear Bath, or what are you yeah. guys going to do? Okay. Yeah, we'll golf at the golf at the local establishment. I think is. What so we'll who do, wins? Like, who's winning at this point? Like, who's like? Is there? A, it's still me by a pretty significant yeah. margin. I, I have a lot to figure out. <laughs> I had something figured out, and then I lost it. And now I have to try and find something. But we're going to talk about Father's Day activities because I think it's a. I mean come a long way with father's day i, I mean i remember the first couple of father's day i was like what is this like can, can, can i just go somewhere and be by myself because that sounds <laughs> like that sounds like euphoria for for me so if i can just i'll say hello father's to day. Here's the kid. screaming kids right? <laughs> yeah exactly um but as you get a little bit older you tend to realize what it's um what it's really about so th- that kind of brings us to the coolest part of the episode today, we have a a, a couple of dads in the house. Yeah. Well, you, you, actually, I, I think uh, we should explain horrible. too. You, you, we've got kind of a, a packed room in here, so we got the doors open. So this is uh, we've got some ambient noise coming through here. You might hear. Oh yeah, a little, I can hear that. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of that in the background. That's just going to be the thing for today. It is, it is, and that, and that's okay because we're 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 celebrating dads. Yeah. So. First of all, happy Father's Day to our two guests, who we'll introduce in just a moment. Happy Father's Day to you, Brandon. Um, you too, Brandon. Thank you, thank you. So, <clears throat> the uh, what we're gonna do from here is we'll, we'll we're gonna interview a, a couple of dads and ask uh, ask a few questions and have a good that. time. Yeah. Yep. So with that, I just wanted to introduce a couple of the dads that we have in the room. Pete Schwartz, how are you doing? Fine. Good. Good. Good to have you. Wayne. Nice to be here. <laughs> nice to have you. Nice to have you. Thank so you. so Wayne Norton, Brad's dad, and Pete Schwartz, Joe. Joe's dad. Um I, that people wouldn't have put that together. No no yeah, no relation to Charles Schwartz. <laughs> right. But we've we've established that. Right. And you didn't have a child. Char- so with with Joe's name, well he was the baby. So how, do you remember how you named Joe? Do you remember Yes, he's named after Dr. Arnold Joseph, who delivered all our kids, and uh, he was a great doctor. Yeah, and I, well, and I think too, it's it worked out well because I think all the rest of the my brothers and sisters are all kind of named after saints because it's Catholic, born and raised Catholic, but it's yeah. very Catholic yeah. names too. But yeah, Dr. Joseph is kind of a household name. Okay, I get it. Delivered I get all, it. yeah, delivered yeah. all of us, or some, most of us. All of you. All of us. Same yeah. hospital. 
Yes, no, two were born at uh, Midway and three at Bethesda. All right. Joel and the last three were at Bethesda. Is Bethesda still around? I know Midway's gone. Um, well, the hospital and the buildings are still there. The uh, one in the Bethesda is going to be a home for uh, low income. Oh, okay. So what what did what did Father's Day? Because you guys had a you guys had a big old family. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, I'm the youngest of five. So so what was Father's Day like for this guy? What did you guys What did you guys end up doing? Well, I think it was always kind of an unwritten like maybe a small competition around who could kind of give not the most expensive gift but maybe the most creative gift. And uh, so there was that, and I think you know there's the same with like I'm sure a lot of number one dad T-shirts and hats and things that came with that but uh um so i think that piece um was always kind of important but i think it was just we we never necessarily overboard we always just made sure it's a point to make sure you see him on father's day see i know joe really well so he probably only mentions the thing that he was good at for father's day so he may have won one or two of these uh (laughs) contests i could see him only bringing that up what do you remember about well i do remember that joe is uh he picks out the seems like for Father's Day and Careful. Mother's Day, and everything. He's always comes up with a really splendid idea, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, that's and, why I mentioned it. Yeah. And yep. uh, <laughs> I, will say I have about, a problem taking credit for that. And like I said, I'm sure the, the siblings will hear this, and now you got to have to answer to that one too. But uh, they're all good. They're all good. Yeah, they're they're, they're great kids. They're all five were great kids. Yeah, absolutely. So. In the spirit of Father's Day, I was thinking about a couple of things to make mention of. And what I remember the most about Pete is this guy showed up for everything. Every game that I had with Joe, uh, Pete was in the was in the crowd, but probably before the other parents. Oh yeah. And you know what I remember as a as a dumb kid thinking, Oh my gosh, if my dad was here at all these games, that would be why I don't even, I don't know if I could handle it. Yeah. And you know what comes with maturity? I come back to that moment and I'm like, if my dad would have been there for all those games, that would have been awesome. Yep. It's weird how the perspective changes. For right? sure. Well, right? There's a sense of pressure there. Like he was uh he was obviously a, a very supportive, you know, um, just in with me in sports, but he's also, you know, you could always kind of hear him in the background, right? Someone the take a pitch or to you know wait for you know to always kind of give an well he coached as obviously well. he didn't hear any of that but right yes you know, so you made it i mean you you made it a priority to show up you were present yes and i think that's very important because i was i was that way with all five children and i just uh just think i something parents should do because it, it is important to the kid when you well, were, and you were and, saying on the way over here because we had kind of talked about that too. But there's a sense of pride that comes with, you know, seeing your kid, you know, one showing up for your kid, but seeing your kid do well. Oh yeah, and, for sure. You know, good thing with me, and I was, you know, I tended to excel in most of the, the sporting activities. Yeah, you told me that all the time. <laughs> he tells us that all the time too. So <laughs> yeah, I, I've been told that before. Yeah. But you know, what's interesting as a as a um, um, a product of that, Joe always shows up. So. Uh, you can you can count on him to always show up, and I think that that comes from kind of the way that you probably ran that household. And another thing about Joe, he uh, he never quit until the last pitch of the game. He played all that time as hard as he could, and that does make you proud because I've seen him in high school ball 
because there was a senior or something playing where he I thought he should be playing, but that's father pride, but you still don't interfere with it, but uh, I knew how good he was. Yeah, and you don't you don't give up. I mean, we hell we we had some pretty crappy teams too, so that took a lot of <laughs> that took a lot to not you know give up sometimes, yes. right? You know, playing a you know when you got a football team that's got maybe twenty two guys on it, <laughs> and you got to play you know both ways, play punt, kickoff, and and then still show up like like and I kind of like that story we talked about where you're you know we're on the bus. Yep. going to that playoff game for football it was cold as hell. That Rose, you're going to Roseville High School. Nobody wanted to be there except myself and the other captain, Luke. And like, we were just like, you guys, like, there's no way we're gonna win this thing. But like, get your heads out of your asses and let's go play, right? So it was, it was fun. So showing up's a big deal. Oh, it's, it's important. It's just they expect you to show up for work, and being a parent, uh, those are some of your responsibilities as a parent. You let your kids know you support them. Well, I appreciate you sharing that perspective. And Father's Day's probably evolved a little bit for you with grandkids, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's still a pleasure. You get so much pleasure out of family. It's just you got to keep that close to you because it's too easy to let it go as you get married and whatever, and you separate and stuff. And you know, there's nothing like family. Agreed. Well said. Oh, one thing about family, never name your, name your first son after yourself. Because, <laughs> what do you mean? I love saying repeat. <laughs> repeat. repeat is the, yeah. one of the best nicknames of all time. Well, like one time he had to move out to Ohio and he changed, put a change of address in there. We didn't get any mail for two weeks, you know. <laughs> all the young, all the young to-be fathers out yeah. there, take note. Yeah, it's a, it sounds like a nice thing to do, but uh, further on you find out that when somebody yells, hey, Pete, what, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, no, I've enjoyed my I've enjoyed my stint with my family, for Good. sure. Pete, I really appreciate the perspective, and it. Um, I, I think I'm going to transition over here to Wayne. Wayne, you, um, you, you, you had a, a – couple of big kids to raise you know when when you walked in today uh joe was like oh okay now i understand <laughs> now i understand so i, I i'm telling I'm, you i'm the short male in my family and it's crazy. you were dwarfed uh-huh. I, I mean the food bill in your the milk bill the milk <laughs> is that the key <laughs> it's the key. dairy it's dairy see there's a lot of hate on dairy right now i feel like but like all the big kids in school drank a lot of milk. Like that was, I, you might you might be onto something. You, you're gonna write a you could write a book. I think it's been done. Oh, <laughs> by the dairy. He didn't say who, your what your favorite dairy is. Well, that would be ice cream, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours? Mine was always milk. Um. So he also likes uh, cream corn. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. We talk about it on occasion. Anytime I'm wondering what he's thinking about, he lets me know. It's cream corn. So you um, you had uh, you had you had two boys, two two athletes. I can imagine with this. So most of the time, you have like a maybe a run to the litter, or maybe I, because I was the only child and small, I just yeah, feel that, was that me. way. <laughs> oh yeah, that was you. But generally, you have some regular sized kids roughhousing, and they might break something. But when you have two big kids like wrestling. Like they must have broke some stuff. I'm sure they caused some trouble. 
Well, when they were younger, it was easier uh, for mom to control them because she'd just send them to the fireplace and say, work it out. You know, as long as it took to, to work it out. But as they got older, <laughs> then uh, there could be some uh, some screams and yells and twisted arms. Twisted, yeah. You know, it's funny because uh, Connor was this way with his sister, and it's it's funny that I, I think only as a sibling you realize how far an arm can twist without breaking. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, like, you got to test it. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, uh, you know, say, Uncle, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> we're push into this a little bit more right right no i feel that's how you, i feel like that's how you eventually find out so so father's day at the norton household can you can you take me through what you remember about it being um being special or maybe even not so special well I, we never really uh focused so much on the day whether it would be christmas or father's day or anniversaries you know every day was special uh if you were like pete said with family so, you know, there'd be, you know, Father's Day when we might not be able to get together, uh, whether it would be my, with my father or with my wife's father or, or with our own kids. Uh, and so, you know, we told both of the boys, as long as we're with you, it doesn't matter what the day is. Uh, I probably, uh, at my age, remember more recent ones than uh, some of the earlier Father's mm. Day uh, times that we got together. But, you know, we have a pool. And, uh, you know, grilling brats and burgers and uh, hanging out around the pool is, is pretty special. Yeah, and you have some grandkids running around now, oh, too, yeah. where Father's Day's evolved, right? Yeah. Yep, they're special, too. I bet. Also, a little shout-out, you got married in June of what year? Well, it was 1972, yeah. because I know that because it's inscribed on uh, the inside of my ring. Was this a test? Which I can't get off. <laughs> so I thought Pete would have asked that. <laughs> No, I, I, just just to say, you know, you've got the speaking of anniversaries, we've got the, a big number coming up here in a, in a week. Yeah, it's a big five zero. Yeah. Wow, what are the plans? We are uh, taking the family to. Uh, we got a suite at a Twins game. Not in June. Not no. in July. Couldn't get a game until yeah, August. August. Yeah. <laughs> better, better so there's there. Uh, that's proof to your story. So we have to make it a couple extra months together. Sure. To... Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, the second fifty eight. Might be the harder 50, but we'll see. We'll see. I've heard uh, the 70 year uh, is, 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 is tough. Sure. Uh, that year in particular. Uh -huh. It's not the seven year itch, but the 70 year mm -hmm. itch is, um, is a big deal. So one of the things I've been uh, pretty impressed with, uh, with, the, with the boys that you've raised in particular, uh, I mean, obviously there's a, <laughs> there's a physical component. You got a couple of, of really good athletes um over the years but i've described brad to close friends of mine as the best human being that i know so raising uh someone d d uh you deserve a lot of credit uh for that and i think that's i think that's pretty special but he's also um a lot like joe got a pretty incredible work ethic um he's very very creative and and um you know I'd say mental acuity anyone who's listened to this show before can 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 certainly see that. So I guess one of the things I'm I'm interested in as a father myself is just fostering that environment. Um, you know, you spoke to it already with with because I think it's lost in today's world quite a bit, where you just focus in on that family time. Would you attribute it to anything else? Where there's some other you know core values in the household that were not negotiable? Yeah, we have a strong faith in God, and uh, you know just you know, making sure that, uh, you know, the family 
uh, started out, you know, understanding who God was and what he's done for us. Uh, that's pretty important. And, uh, you know, just living uh, true to values, being true to yourself, uh, being honest with uh, others and treating others the way you want to be treated yourself. You know, kind of the golden rule stuff. Yeah, kind of the uh, uh, kind of the rules that are in the book that you're referencing. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, faith centered. So that's uh, that, that that's outstanding, and it brings a lot of it home. So that makes a, a, a ton of sense that it was, um, that it was that it was done that way. So, did you tell me the plans for this Father's Day? Is there what what are the d- does everyone know the agenda? Because I know what we're doing. We're we're golfing. Regardless of the heat, we're coming back from, uh, uh, Emily and I are coming back from a couple's weekend, Sunday morning. We're going to go see her dad, and then we're going to golf, whether it's 100 degrees or 40 degrees, <laughs> we're going to play, because you don't know, right? It's Minnesota, it's like five days out, you don't know exactly, what, it's a wild it could card. Snow. It could snow. Um, what are your plans? Well, my wife hasn't explained what that is yet, so I'm just going to play it by ear. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, so I'm going to actually, uh, you know, for my parents' 50th and Father's Day, uh, be out of town. But that's the whole uh, that's the whole thing that uh, that he was speaking to earlier too. We've we've got some different plans later on in the summertime. Uh, one of my big memories of your dad was we we took a fishing trip and. None of us are fishermen. We wouldn't. We'd get laughed out of the room wearing that hat. We're, we're, no, nobody was good. But uh, we'd we'd go either take your boat, Dad, or or later, you know, rent a rent a boat, go out and, on uh, Minnetonka and uh, just kind of tool around and, and catch you know two and three inch fish and, and throw them back. So uh, wanted to c- continue that now that we've got a couple of couple of other ones uh running around get back out there even if it's just for an hour or two so we'll we'll uh we'll land that and make that happen at some point in time this summer but uh, and then for for the anniversary of of course the twin game which of course they'll win yeah well i'm very excited uh, to tell you that uh you know i have to contradict what you just said we have a fisherman that's coming up okay your son finnegan oh yeah killed some bass this weekend <laughs> okay. down in Iowa at a, at a fishing pond so uh, he uh, you know learned to cast and uh, you know for me having that tradition carry on is just absolutely amazing so I, I hope that it catches and uh, with his newfound cousins down there I, th- I think there's a good chance that it can sure did he take the uh, did he take his catch off the hook uh, no, but he. I mean, bass are the ones to start with. If you're going to have to take a fish off, uh, a largemouth bass is the type to. Yeah, not a northern. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. a little bit different. Yeah. Right, right. Well, he learned the, you know, the premise of uh, fishing already because he said, "Well, I got the biggest one, but it got away," and that's truth. That fish could have swallowed a baseball. It was huge. I mean, he nice. had it within probably five feet of shore. So it would have been fun for him. So he knows the fisherman's story, the story already. Yeah. He yeah. also already. knows the most important thing about fishing too, because he did tell me about that. And his recollection was that it was <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's this big. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's as big as Connor's uh, bass on the on the pro shop hat. So I miss fishing actually. Uh, we probably won't go fishing this weekend, but we should make it a 
something that we could uh, we could do this summer. What do you think? Sounds like sounds like a big sandy thing. It could be. Big Sandy is a lake in northern Minnesota, McGregor. That looks like uh, Shasta, uh, root beer. It does, it does. But there are some fish in there from... Definitely some fish in there. From what I've been told. So, okay, so you guys... I'm, this is the first I've even ever heard of you guys actually fishing together. So that's actually a thing? Or is that just made up for Father's Day? We've or? done it before. It's just not really necessarily on a Father's Day thing. But we used to go up to the cabin and... For whatever reason, he always loved to do it at like the ass crack of dawn. Like yeah. as soon, like sun, <laughs> That's when they sun bite, right? is just coming up. He's like, "We're gonna, we're not gonna take a pontoon. We're gonna take this little motor boat, and we're gonna go into like the most remote corner of the lake and try and get them under the weeds." And I'm just like, "Okay." That's how you fish bass, <laughs> right? Get up early in the morning, get top water. Sp- There's nothing better than a largemouth bass hitting a top water bait in the Fair. in yeah. the morning. And then they fight like there's Son no tomorrow. So, yeah. So, for our listeners, because I'm not sure we actually have ever come out and said this formally, right? That uh, we always have a little father-son connection on our show where Connor is the offspring of Brandon. Like, yeah. I'm not sure we've ever actually come out and said that, right? No. I was I, I was more expecting the, the I am your father cue, but calling me the offspring, I guess, is fine, too. <laughs> See, I think it would have been I think it would have been a lot funnier if you would have said that he's actually not your dad. <laughs> <laughs> that was the surprise, big, son. Big deal. <laughs> <laughs> he's adopted. Yeah. 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 So so but in thinking about that, it's actually pretty cool that even now at 21, 22, 22, 22, we just talked about that, right? That that you're able to, one, have such a good relationship with your dad, always have as long as I've known you guys, and to be able to kind of come in and, and do something like this on a regular basis. So, you know, Connor, what's that What's that like coming in, and, you know, once a week with your dad and, and you know, putting the, putting something out? It's it's definitely something that, that I'll end up looking back on, and I'm going to be really glad that I had the time and the opportunity to do these kind of things. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... it's uh, you never know how much time you have with anyone, no matter how much it is. So any sort of time you spend together is kind of valued and it's cherished. So I, I'm just thankful for it. Connor, so that was actually a lot nicer than I thought you were going to be towards him, right? Let's be honest. <laughs> that's just, that's just, yeah. Just wait till we. Turn oh, yeah, I was going to say maybe yeah, we'll see what the what the after party show sounds like <laughs> when uh, when the truth comes out. But same with you, like Brandon, because I know you've, um, you know, you've you've got a very unique, I think, relationship with Connor too, right? In terms of how you guys have always been, you know, obviously you've been a disciplinarian to him. I've seen that as well as a friend and a good dad and always have been. But what's it like kind of, you know, back at you to be able to kind of do something like this with your dad on a regular or your son on a regular? <laughs> yeah, he my, my dad would be, a, yeah, that would, that would be an interesting <laughs> podcast. But um, no, it's great. It's great to be able to spend time uh, like like uh, both of your dads have made mention with with family i i probably can't get enough of it at this point the yeah i think i've even mentioned on the show maybe that one of the biggest challenges i have is um he's one of my best friends and the problem with that is it it kind of sucks at the same time because i um what i've learned is that i have to be his dad first so he's gonna have plenty of friends he's gonna go through college he's gonna go through life and he's gonna have a ton of friends so i gotta be kind of in that i gotta be the ass like I gotta be the dad. I have to be the dad. Like I have to put that first, and we'll be able to have a ton of cool experiences together. Um, but what I've noticed more and more, which is difficult to do at 19 or 20 or however old I was when I had this kid, um, 
is that the father piece comes first and then once once everything is in a good good spot then i can be his friend but we sit together all the time like having a beer at this point or dinner or whatever it is and and something just clicks and i'm like ah I got to tell him how it is right now. I just like, it's the moment. Like he's got to figure it out. And then he comes back and he's like, Oh, we were having a good time. And like, yeah, it's always always right when it's at the best point. It's like, Oh, by the way, everything you're doing right now is off. And I'm like, Oh, thanks dude. I'm like, that's awesome. Can I finish my food before, before we continue this? It's just like, no, but at the end of the day it works out and we're still, you know, it's still cool. It's still cool to hang out. So. Well, and he's just like a normal, distracted, you know, young twenty guy, For right? For sure. I when our pre-production shows and things like that, we're going through things. <laughs> yeah. You're always like, "Hey, the put video your phone would up. be awesome." Yeah, right. pay attention. All these little things that you could, you're, you're you're seeing you being a dad. Because you know that you're kind of responsible for him at the same time too, so it's been cool to see too. But it's yeah. it's a great relationship, and it's I've always admired your, your guys' relationship and what you guys have been able to. Well, do thanks, man. I, I I appreciate that, and more than anything, um, I appreciate the room we got together today. So thank you. To all the dads in the room, in particular, and and uh, more than anyone else, Pete Schwartz, Wayne Norton, you guys have been incredible. It was a great show today, so thank you for for being a part of it. Certainly welcome. So before we leave, I thought I'd introduce one more quick topic because our show is generally very sports centric. Everyone would agree. So I thought that we'd talk through what your Pete. Wayne, most classic Minnesota sport, or sports moment in general. I mean, we've talked a lot about whether it's, it's. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow night. Whether it's the the the, the Minneapolis miracle, uh, where where Connor screamed so loud his nose bled. Um, <laughs> Pete, we'll, we'll we'll start with you. Do you have a moment in sports that you feel like transcends all others? Yes, I do. Uh, back. This is a long time ago, before you guys were around. Back in 1961, the, the biggest thing for me at that time was everybody wanted to be a New York Yankee, you know. And I when, wanted to be a New York Yankee. And when uh, Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle were neck and neck for the whole year, and I wanted Mickey to win the beat Babe Ruth record, but Roger Maris did it because Mickey got sick in the last week of the of the season and uh, bottle flu probably <laughs> but uh that was a really disappointment for me and also another thing is when the brooklyn dodgers moved to to the west coast i mean because those were the teams i grew up with and stuff like that there was no minnesota twins or anything like that and some of those things are of course then we're full of dis- disappointment here in minnesota because they they have <laughs> <laughs> a little trouble pumping us up and uh, not yeah. meeting the goal, but uh, it's been a while. Yeah, uh, and then the other thing is, uh, every major sport event for me was one my kids were playing. But what a what a cool time to be a baseball fan! Like I was, I was a baseball fan growing up, and I would look back at the mid fifties, early sixties, and see Yankees teams with with with. Mantle, Maris, Yogi Berra, right? Like that was a that was a squad. It, yeah. I don't know how they would have compared against the you know twenty seven Yankees, but they had their they had a good they had a good team. And then Brooklyn, you 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 come out with 
you know, Jackie Robinson and that kind of historic. There's just yeah. a ton of really cool storylines in baseball during that period of time. And Sandlot's all over the place. Like, baseball was baseball back then. Oh, yeah. I can remember if we were up at Chelsea High School there, we'd each bring a cardboard so we could have bases and stuff like that. But we were out there playing all the time. Now these kids got these beautiful fields, and you never see them out there playing. Okay, um, you got to get the kids interested. You do. You do. Wayne, how about you? Do you have a, do you have a sports moment that... Well, I do, and just to you know, tag on to what uh, Pete said, it's it's baseball. <clears throat> My dad was a was a huge baseball fan. Uh, you know, he always talked about the Detroit Tigers, but his favorite player was Pete Rose. And uh, you know, then the whole deal came up about Pete Rose and his gambling addiction, and uh, very very disappointing for for my father. And then uh, I've been in sales my entire career, so I did a lot of traveling. And uh, I was at a sales meeting down in Tampa. And uh, this was shortly after the Pete Rose thing came about. And I'm sitting at a dog track with a bunch of my uh, peers. And lo and behold, I look across, and there's Pete Rose sitting with another guy. Uh, And uh, so I yelled at him as they were beginning to leave. And I said, hey, Pete. And uh, the other guy that was with him uh, said, hey, Pete, there's somebody, you know, calling you. So the other guy kind of comes over, and Pete was kind of lingering back. And he says, you know, what do you want? And I said, I'd like to have Pete's autograph. And so by that time, Pete was kind of, you know, coming up toward me. And uh, he says, are you one of the golfers? And we had golfed that day. So, of course, I said, yeah. Of course. he goes, Okay. Hey, Pete, he's one of the golfers, so he, he says, do you have something to sign? All I had was the racing form. Oh, <laughs> so, yes. Oh, that is, so, oh, I've heard, yes, so yes. That's, okay, it's in the basement, so, yeah. So Pete takes takes it out of my, he just grabs it out of my hand, and he signs. I was di- really disappointed because he just signs his signature across two pages so you can barely read it, and he just throws it back in my face like, here you are, you jerk. And worth it. <laughs> it was That's worth cool. it, but I lost it, and years later, Brad found it in the basement. Oh, really? It it's a, yeah, it's downstairs in this basement. So do you remember classic, like, uh, uh, Pete Rose moments? Like, do you remember, let's see, what was it, like 4121? I don't know if that's the right number, but, I mean, 4100 hits in a career. Yeah. Right? Like, um, or the sliding into home base. Or the, yeah. 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 Yeah, he had he had many amazing plays, uh, and I wasn't nearly the Pete Rose fan that that my dad was. I was, you know, either a Yankees or or a Twins fan. So that's what. what but I your dad, yeah, was a Pete Rose fan. Oh yeah, and that was that was after, the, Yankees era. Yeah. Right. I mean, because yeah. Pete Rose was probably a rookie in '69. I don't remember the year. That. But yeah. Somewhere in that time frame, and then he's one of the most classic, classic. I mean, probably the best. If you were to name the best player managers, I don't know that there was anyone close. Can you imagine a player and a manager in today's age? No, in any sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, that's that's fun. I think the thing that uh, Dad admired most about him was his work ethic. I mean, it was just phenomenal how hard he worked and how hard he played, even if they were behind. It didn't matter. Yeah. It was all about winning. Yep. I heard some of that about Joe as well, right, Pete? Yes. I just pointed <laughs> at him and gave him the, gave like, him the yeah, thumbs it must up. Be the, yeah, the Pete Rose of Coleman Park. 
That's classic. Well, yeah. we're going to have to debate maybe on the next episode. Well, there was a lot of things in his yearbook that I read that about uh, a view from behind in the stands and all that well, stuff. The other ladies might have liked the... Uh, you know, yeah, a little Joe, the, little the, Joe the Schwartz show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, listen, we're going to have to debate the, the, the Pete Rose Hall of Fame uh, piece on one of the upcoming episodes. And and until then, listen, again, I, I really appreciate everyone's time today. I think it was an awesome episode. Until next time. Pete out. <laughs>